Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid. Welcome to a special weekend edition of the program. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, taking a couple of hours off from his golf uh, game. Oh, no, that's right. There's no golf game right now. What's going on, Cam? Yeah, it's the best. They gave, they have these simulators, so they, they actually had results for the Masters. Webb Simpson wins by four strokes. I'm like, as if. Like, really, I, that's your simulation that Webb Simpson won the Masters in a runaway? Like, come on. That's a, I, just, I just laugh at some of these sims. Like, they're just so stupid. Cam, if there, there's a couple of words. If I ever uh, hear again, I'm going to snap. Mitigate the curve. Uh, yeah, mitigate the curve. Joe the Tiger. Like, you, you see this stuff, Cam? You're not on, you're not a big social media guy, but you know anything about this guy, Joe the Tiger? Yeah, he might have gotten, like, framed or, like, the chick. I have no idea. The only Joe the Tiger I know is Joe Burrow. Yeah. LSU Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. Right? Joe, he's Joe the Tiger. But, yeah, Joe the Exotic Tiger, I don't know anything about it. I don't know if you do. And another thing I don't want to hear uh, the word ever again after this Simulation. Oh yeah, Sims. Yeah, the the Sims. Sims. So yeah, Webb Simpson won the sim. Yeah, he won the sim by four. No, not not just not just by one, by he four. Crush the field. Yeah. I'm Webb Simpson. I won the Masters by four. Get real. Like, are you kidding me? They simulate. So what, what? How did this play out? Like, are they, that's what your simulation gave you? Like, anyway, yeah, you're right. Sims blow. I'm not. I'm not down with that term either. It's so well, stupid. Well, unfortunately, if we're going to watch any UFC fighting uh, next Saturday, oh, yeah. it's going to have to be Sim. <laughs> Dana tried game. We talked about it, right? Hey, man, me versus the world. But we also mentioned when we were doing the show too. Disney, eh, Governor. Eh. You got a lot of, hey, you got to jump through hoops with big companies, right? Announcers weren't, weren't on board. So, hey, he could do it. He wanted to do it. But you said it. The powers that be can shut it down at any time. And that's what happens with big government and big companies. They said, sorry, pal. It's not happening. Yeah, and pretty much right now, and you and I have been on top of this, and I've warned people about Gavin Newsom, the guy don't play around in California. Cam, you know, we talked about this the other day. Trying to hold a sports event in California right now, is trying to get weed from Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt, like you, you're, Rom- yeah, you're in self-isolation. You're out of weed. Like, what am I? Hey, Mitt. Hey, Mitt. Mitt can I come over? Can you, you, you got like a quarter you can lend me or something like that? You I got have, a bag. You got a bud I can come borrow? 
No, like I also Romney would be like, what? what, what, what? Like, Romney. Also, like, you have a better chance of finding a condom in the drawer next to Philip Rivers' bed than you do hosting a sporting event in California. <laughs> uh, great analogy. Yeah, Mitt Romney's uh, doing delivery yeah. service. You got a better chance of getting weed from Mitt. You have a better chance of uh, finding a condom in Philip Rivers' house. <laughs> Great jokes. No, you're absolutely right. California, closed for business. Hey, got to hand it to Dana, though. He goes down swinging. Like, he tried, like, right to the very end. But uh, that's the thing, buddy. You're not bigger than And Gov he looks good. He looks like he comes across like a hero. Yes, I he tried, does. guys. I did everything that I could do. Yeah. And you know he did. He's not lying. It's the one thing about Dana White. He likes this stuff, Cam. Like, he likes the challenge. He's used to arguing with senators to get this stuff legalized in the old days. Yep. And now he's got more juice. He's got more money than them. I, you, know, you know he gets a kick out of it. But I brought up Gavin Newsom a lot. And we've talked about California a lot. Only because California, guys, is such a big state. And it impacts such a big part of the sports world. Like, Pac, without the California, you don't have a Pac-10. Pac-12, no, Pac-8, no. whatever the hell you call it. Like, no, you know, cool. like, UCLA, USC, Cal. Like, are you kidding me? Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> You've lost half your league, guys. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> You're already toast. You're yeah, losing. So, like, that's what on. I'm saying when I'm about, like, and Gavin Newsom said, I don't think I'm about playing football, right? And I brought this up, guys. The commissioners in the leagues are going to try to play, and there's going to be political fallout. So let me just clarify, though. Because a lot of people at Disney act as if though they had no idea what was going on, and they just found out about this, and, ooh, Disney put their foot down because of some moral moral type of compass that they had, as if, Ken, they pay UFC over $400 million a year, all right? There's no sports going on. I guarantee you they were on every conference call. ESPN was appraised of every move that Dana White was making. Of course. They knew damn well that it was Hitachi Palace on a native reservation. They knew all of this. They were going to do it. Yes, they but were. But Disney acts as if, oh, no, Disney said, no, because we're Disney. You can't do this. And even ESPN, I was reading, sources close to ESPN said it just didn't feel right. Yeah, whatever. Well, you guys were promoting the hell out of it. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. No, it didn't feel right only after Governor Newsom and Senator Dianne Feinstein threatened nuclear war on Disney, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And that's the thing. We read about all this stuff today. It's not just like the mock drafts. It's journalism today. Like, you got you to gotta see the smoke through the mirrors here. Like, you said it, right? ESPN pays a big lofty sum for the product. Disney, no, yeah, they're, they're a part of the deal. You don't think they're going down to the nitty-gritty with Dana oh, White like until Disney, they can't Disney do that anymore? Like, yeah. what, are we stupid? Greg Hardy was the co-main event. Exactly. <laughs> like, again, like, oh, Greg Hardy, hey, big ESPN card, let's get Greg Hardy on it. Right? Yep. Like, so let's not act like ESPN or, or Disney, it was some ethical thing, because that's the yeah. way it comes across. Oh, Disney said, no, no, you can't do this. Yeah, Disney said, no, no, you can't do this, after they got threatened by the governor of the state that they're in. <laughs> yes, like, exactly, exactly. Like, it's not rocket science. Everything I've said about this has come to pass. All right, and we're moving forward now. And I'm telling you guys right now, I do believe, and I'm going to go on record. And I've been, I've been the Grim Reaper, the Doomsday Slayer when it comes to sports, right? People come to me now. I'm Is the NFL draft going to get canceled? Like I've got a crystal ball. Uh, I don't think so. The NFL draft will go on, in my opinion. But there will be NFL football. 
There will be NFL football. The NFL will not cap out to this. They're they have the same mentality. As we talked about yesterday in those crazy conferences. Yes. They'll like be the exactly. The Big 12 basically said, hey, man, yes. try to stop us. Like, exactly. Because you know I mean? so. they know exactly. Like, the governor of California is, he's looking at the big picture. He doesn't, like, California isn't run on football. You know what I'm saying? It's a part of, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a part of life. You know, it's not a part of yeah. life there. It's, you know, it's just, that's just, and it's such a big state. Yeah. Yeah. Like he said, sports and team sports will sort of be the last thing to be integrated. You go to the, dude, the governor of Florida didn't close the beaches. Like you think he's going to say, no, you can't play football. No, of course he's not. You think the governor of Oklahoma is going to shut it down like California did? No. No. Right. So the NFL though needs to know this. They need to know. Yeah. We're not playing games in California. Right. That's not happening. And I'm telling you, I don't think they're going to be able to play in New Jersey, the Jets and Giants. No. That, that also wipes out no. Rutgers. And, I, you know, we can't Texas. win up the crystal ball. Texas, Texas will play. play. Yeah. Texas will play. I think the SEC will try to continue and go forward. Um, you know, I think they're going to try. Now, at the same point in time, Cam, it doesn't mean that they shouldn't try. Right? Like, everyone should be pushing the envelope. We should be trying to get back to, you know, regular life. But at the same point in time while we're trying to get a vaccination and while we try to make everybody safe. But team sports are very difficult, guys. That's just, you know, that's just the challenge we have here. But there's enough time between now and maybe November even. Remember what the, um, remember what the, the doctor in Santa Clara was saying? He thinks Thanksgiving could be more, more of a sort of a realistic, realistic guideline. I've already got, my mind's already spinning on this stuff, Cam. I'm thinking the NFL sort of needs to do, or we'll get into the baseball plan, but they sort of need to do what baseball's going to do. Just set up shop in Texas or Florida or something where the governor won't bother you. There's enough stadiums to figure it out because you can't be flying around and traveling. Like, Cam, they're not going to Mexico City, bro. No, no. going to no. London? All those no. London games. Those, like, the those... NFL now needs to redo their schedule. You're not going to London anymore. You're not going to all these places. And right. I don't think you can have teams flying around everywhere. You're better off just putting them in Texas and Florida and figuring it out from there. I agree with you 100%. And I like what you said right there. And I did a show uh, with Blessing today, and he said the same thing. Like, you have to still try. And I like what you said. Like, everyone now is just like, I kind of look at golf, and they gave up. It's kind of like, okay, the pressure, whatever. Meanwhile, golf courses are still open. I'm like, they bow down to the pressure. You have to... No, but golf, golf's coming back in July, late July. They were more realistic, Ken. Yeah. They, they were realistic. I don't I have just, a problem with it. Yeah, I, I just have a different well, we opinion. you can't quit and just wave a white flag, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to come up with, like, NBA's talk, they're doing the horse, and everybody's doing this. Like, you can't, I know life is crazy right now, but you can't just bow into it and say, well, it's going to be like this. For You have to keep on trying. You have to come up with plan B. C, D, E, whatever. Keep on knocking it down or else it's never going to be there. It's going to be easy to quit. And I agree with you. Now we got to start thinking, obviously it's not going to happen tomorrow, Gabe, but in the next couple months, plans need to formulate. Well, Major League Baseball um, is formulating some plans as well. We'll get into that. One thing with Dana White. So he's like, I tried, guys. And he's like, yeah, the highest, the powers that be, shut it down. And he goes, it is what it is. And all events are postponed. And then basically, like, two hours later, he was right back at it, of course. Right back at it. Fight Island is a go. <laughs> you know, this is going to be on ESPN. We're going to work it all out. You'll see. We're, you know, you're gonna, you know, you'll see. Just give me some time to work it out. Now, the thing is, the Fight Island could potentially work. You know why? 
it's international waters. Yep. Like, it can be sanctioned. That was one of the big beefs here, guys. Number one, but buddy, they didn't want anything in California, all right? But number two, like the ESPN stuff and everything was, and even Dianne Feinstein brought it up, who's a longtime senator. Yeah. She said it's unsanctioned. Like, basically, like the, the, the athletic commission is closed, Ken. Yeah. Like, you can't go get a license now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it would have been sort of fighting on a native reservation, unsanctioned fight. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, you really want to do this? Is this what you guys are, you know, is it disappointing you? <laughs> You're going unsanctioned? And she said, I, I respect the native land and they do their own thing. But she said, you're just flaunting the law now. And in other words, when she's saying that publicly on the phone, she's like, you got to be effing kidding me. Yeah. You think you're going to do this. And she's like the senator of that area, Cam. And she happens to be one of the most powerful senators in the U.S. Senate. Like, she's been around forever. She's a very powerful woman. So they need to, like, sports leagues need to realize you can't win with these Democratic governors and senators and stuff. They don't care about your sports league. They're not no. politically, their political base won't get mad at them for doing this, right? So that's what I'm saying. If you're the NFL, yeah. I'm already saying, I'm already thinking San Antonio, baby. Yeah, yeah. You San want to Antonio, deal? Texas. They have a dome there. Yeah. Yeah. You can set up shop play like two, three NFL games a day. It wouldn't be traditional Sunday. That should be cool. Yeah. You know, two NFL games Friday night. Games I love it. Because you only have one or two stadiums. You couldn't exactly. play all the games at once. You I think it's I mean? pretty, hey, we're used to just the Sunday tradition. Sometimes we thought, wow, there's like nine games at uh, one o'clock and only a couple crap games at four o'clock. I'm going to like this new two, two. Like if it was like this, it's going to be different. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'll tell you, Gabe, and you're absolutely right. Basically, if you're a sports league right now, you got to go, eh, let's look south and let's yes. look for Republican. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. SEC go. You don't have to be yeah. a commissioner to realize yeah. California's <laughs> closed. for business. Yeah, any of those states that are like, you know, open to weed and all that other stuff, you got to go down to like the Bible Belt exactly. that just starts to think about, hey, man, oh, you want football in our backyard? You bring your football to our county. We love you. Exactly. We love football. We love God and we love football. Like if I was the NFL, <laughs> you're exactly yeah. right. Just like I'd already be in talks with the governor of Texas. Yeah. I'd be like, listen, we need we need the San Antonio Stadium, the Dome. <laughs> We're going to take over Cowboy Stadium. Jerry will be on board. Yeah. You can do it in the state of Texas. You got Houston. You got a bunch of state. You know, basically, too, you can sort of split it up in two also. Sort of like with baseball. I'm, I'm, I like this baseball idea. That's Actually, out of all the ideas they've come up with. I agree. Hey, you know what, guys? This is one of them that you're not stupid in. You're already there. Everyone, you don't move anything. It's just sort of, all right, we just sort of get back and do what we're doing. Because I'm telling you, you can't set up shop and quarantine 500 people in one city. It's not, not going to work. And even like the NFL, the NFL has time to plan this. But the NFL can, I'm thinking two states, Florida, Texas, and then two states, two, three cities. Yeah. Cam, you've been to Orlando. We were there. There's nothing there, buddy. No, no, no. It's ghost Like, town. honestly. Like, there's nothing there. You really could. You said it before, too. You really could set up shop there. Oh, you man. could have one NFL team at one resort down the road. Down the strip mall, there's the Bill stand where we yeah. stayed at Dicker Resorts. Yeah. They could all have their own sort of resort place. And then be isolated from each other. The teams are isolated from each other. And then they just bust into the stadium. And then they go back to their resort after. They just play at it UCF. It actually work. They play yeah, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. You can set up, exactly. UCF Stadium, Orlando, 
Uh, ESPN Disney have that nice sports complex in Orlando. They have a football field. Um, there's enough. Maybe you can get you put a team in Jacksonville or two. Sort of can you split it up? All right, four teams. You guys play in Jacksonville. You four guys are going to play um, in in uh, in Orlando. You four guys are going to play in San Antonio. You four teams are going to play in, in in Dallas. It makes a lot of sense, actually. It's starting to. You can't be flying around, buddy. God, no. Like that's the Buffalo that's Bills the can't can be do. getting on a plane flying no. to Vegas this year and then back no. to Buffalo and then back here. That's You're begging for disaster and disease. Exactly. You have to keep them stationary. That's the, that's part of the goal. And look at the geographics of it, and which we will talk about on the show. Baseball got it pretty good. Like, I, I'm agreeing with you. I looked at it and went, meh, good plan. Best one you've come up with so far. It is, it is. And, you know, we talk about a progress. We can't let perfection get away into progress. And I'm with you, Cam, like, because I'm all over the place because people were surprised. When I said to you, when I saw the UFC was canceled, I said, that's too bad. I said, I was looking forward to it. And I tweeted, I said, I had no ethical issue. Yeah. And a lot of people were surprised because they were like, Renzi, you've actually talked a lot about the virus and the dangers of the virus, yet you wanted to go on with the UFC. And I think we can do both things at once. Yes, I'm concerned about the virus, but it doesn't mean that we all sit inside for the rest of our exactly. lives cowering like little girls. You know what I'm saying? Great point. That's like, the thing. You know, you want- I, and I, I don't want to sound, I know we almost sound like a Fox News guy suddenly, but it is true. At some point, we're all going to have to accept that there's a risk out there. I think, right? and, you- and if you're an older person, you're at risk. It sucks. You can't go out. And, and, and the thing is, I'm willing to compromise, Ken. Like, you know, like the senior hours, make that permanent moving forward. From now on, excuse me, sir, it's for your safety. But from, you know what, from from 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock, the world's yours, man. The grocery stores are yours. The bank is yours. You guys can go every morning, do what you need to do. But from 10 o'clock on, look, it's 9 to 5 now. Just imagine we said, all right, it's 11 to 5 now. You know, you guys let the world be, but we're getting back to work from 11 to 5. But if you're safe with masks and social distance... But we've got to start to try to put things together a little bit. Yeah, no, that's that's the point. And you're going to know this. If you're just going to quit and not try and not come up with a plan, it actually worsens the situation. You have There's to think There's no magic about, wand coming. That's, that's the thing. That's, this isn't yeah. a case where you can just eat a bag of chips and go, I hope the problem goes away. Yeah. It's not going away. Exactly. This is our new normal. It is. It is our new normal. That I know you cracked a joke with me. Hey, Cam, you go to the bank more. Yeah. I go, yeah, because I'm waiting in hours. Cause, and but I'm happy that the seniors get in there, right? Like, I, I you know, I gotta talk to my mortgage specialist. How are we gonna I work? Know, Cam. I gotta what? tell you, like, I'm here. And everyone's like, oh, you gotta get out of New York. I had no lines, no anything. I'm almost. I'm gonna come I'm gonna out again. I'm gonna get mad. I'm gonna go. Yeah. What the hell is this? Like, Buddy, I told you, like, people here are starting to freak out. I went to the grocery store. I went to two places. One was about 50 deep. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. 
And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Renzi throwing it down with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. So unfortunately, UFC is done. It sucks, man. I was looking forward to the fights. I was looking forward to breaking down the fights, Cam. Like, each each day I was going to, like, in its entirety, this fight and that fight, and I really was looking forward to it. It is what it is. Um, we'll have sports back. I asked people, actually, on Twitter. I thought it was an interesting question to ask. I wanted to ask you, actually, too. Um, thinking about it, because it's going to be a long time till we're actually at a game. And... It's interesting. 72% of Americans polled said they will not go to a sporting event until there's a vaccination. That's 18 months away. Yeah. Uh, 61% of sports fans said they wouldn't go uh, without a vaccination. I would. Yeah. Where I'd go to, though, it would be depending on the sport. I'd go to a CFL game because I could move around. Yes, There's not well, people there. I'm not going to go to some place where I'm going to be squished. Listen, like a I should be the, I should be on the board of running things because I got an idea for this too. Let's say okay, you can't. Let's say the stadium holds 100,000 people, and you say no fans. How about if we put 25,000 people even in a 100,000 seat stadium? Even 20. And yeah. 20,000. Okay, fine. And you know what I mean? Is it safe? Okay. If you spread them out, it's better than nothing. And exactly. So imagine it'll be like going to an expo game in the old days. You'll have your own row. You know yeah. what I mean? So basically, yeah. you have a seat, and then not six feet, but you want more because people saliva, drinking oh beer, God. yelling and stuff. Yeah. It's like 10 feet apart. You know what I mean? So a seat, a row of six empty seats, then another fan. So instead of fans high five, you'd be pointing, hey, 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 you know what I mean? But the, you, you can pull it off. It can be done. But in, in intervals, in intervals, we're not there yet. But um, so... I want. I asked people, and it was, it's interesting, it's almost going to be like a memory now, what was the last event, concert, game, fight, you know, event that you saw live? And for me personally, it was with our boy Roe. Like, if I die and I never see another <laughs> yeah. sporting event, the last game I ever went to was with Roe. Shout out to our boy Rucker's Roe. Shout out to Roe. <laughs> Rucker's Roe. I saw the New York Guardians. <laughs> I saw the New York Guardians and the Los Angeles uh, Express wow. um, play. And what might be the last XFL time ever, as we'll get to that, the XFL's done. They shut it down again. Oh, big time. So no, I, they let everyone off. They're like, they can't pay everyone. I get it. And they're the, guy, the poor guy's cursed with this league. But anyways. I, I agree. Think yeah, about like, that. I, I can't believe I said poor Vince McMahon. But oh. what did Vince ever do to the football gods to get screwed over like he does? Oh, I Agree with you? Like, think about this. So, okay, we want to bring back the league. You play five weeks and then Did Corona. A great job. It was a fun league. Really building momentum. Like, it's just, that's the thing, man. Who said it was fair? No, you don't feel sorry for Vince McMahon when he's rich. But, you know, the guy wanted it to happen. I don't want anybody to fail. The league was doing okay. We were betting on it. We're having a good time. Yeah, last sporting event I went to. The so. Guardians were really coming on. Like, the Guardians, man, they were, they were three and two. They were covering. Oh, I, I couldn't wait. I, seriously, <laughs> that's how life is, huh? Yeah. I remember, I remember I was supposed to go to Toronto, okay? 
and I was mad. I was like, man, I don't want to go to Toronto. I'm going to miss the Houston Roughneck New York Guardian game. Like, I was so eagerly, like, like I met a bunch of dudes there and stuff. It was like, we all went back to FanDuel after. It's funny, different times. I can't, I was with strangers, arm in arm, all drunk. Hey, buddy, like, you know what I mean? At the game. And we're like, I'll see you in two weeks at the next home game. And, you know, it was a bunch of us at FanDuel that just met each other at the game. We're like, this is awesome. XFL football rocks, Guardians. We're all in. No, no. We got <laughs> shut down, bro. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, mine was a hockey game. Went to a Leafs Capitals game. That's not happening again. And uh, I was really close to people, too. But yeah, that's the beautiful thing, Gabe. I think the CFL, we could make it work because we've been to an Argo game. You could basically t- it'd be yeah. me, it'd be me, you and McBurney. Remember our buddy we met McBurney? We, we were used to <laughs> on a beautiful sunny day in downtown Toronto. They might beautiful. get thirteen thousand people. Right by now the water. With a virus, they would people wouldn't even go. They'd only get like four thousand. I'll gladly go. You're right. We'd have oh, our exactly. own road. Exactly. You'll be like four rows down from me. I'll be like, hey, what up, Cam? We can blaze in the stadium, do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> exactly. And people are so scared. I bet they'd even have like cheaper concessions and stuff like that just to get you in the park. I see. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. CFL, that's one thing I will definitely not be afraid to go to. Lots of room. All right. So we asked people. I find it fascinating, actually. It's interesting. Great stuff. People really like this question. Uh, we're getting like, I, I literally have like 48 responses to it. Love the questions. All right. So last event that you were at, Jeremy Gibson. Oh, Mr. High Roller. Super Bowl. Oh, sorry. Oh. Gibson, yeah, sorry. What is he, like one of the heirs of the guitar? What's going on here? Super oh, Bowl. All of our producers, hosts, operators, and fans are richer than you and I are. <laughs> like, it's it's like, I don't know what they're paying me and you. And peanuts? <laughs> I'm like, last event, I'm a big talk show host. Last yeah. event, New York Guardians, LA, LA Express. This guy, <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yes. Puccio. <laughs> Puccio says his last event was Devils and Bruins. <laughs> it's amazing, Puccio. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, right, Jim White. Yeah, uh, Jim White catched me off guard. A Gwen Stefani concert. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. All right, here's our boy Jason Gold. We got to get Gold on the show, actually. Here's uh, our boy Gold. Yeah. Uh, of course, hockey. Yeah. Last game he's had, he's got a video of it. He was sitting ringside. Nice seat here, Gold. Golden Knights, Habs, uh, Habs versus Golden Knights. Montreal led three nothing after the first period. Knights scored two goals in a final buck fifty-seven. A regulation tied up at four. Habs end up winning five-four in a shootout. And this beauty by Tatar. I remember that game. True, I do too. Great game. Great I was game. on the Habs. I remember that game. Very uh, good game. All right, Sports Rage fan on Twitter. Great Twitter handle. A Sports Rage fan. It's <laughs> a big Buckeye fan. Wisconsin, Ohio State, October two thousand nineteen. Ooh, Big Merce, Penguins at Montreal Canadiens, January 3rd. Penguins uh-huh. won in overtime. I was completely smashed. Yes, yes. <laughs> Our boy Paco Healy, first responder. He's a medic in San Diego. Met him a bunch of times. Big fan of the show. Shout out to Paco. Stay safe, Paco. Uh, Paco Healy. Last game I was out was February 23rd. I went up to the Honda Center. I think that was the, the same day, the Saturday, February 24th or something. I was at the XFL game. Last game was that February 23rd. Went up to the Honda Center to watch the Ducks and Knights square up. Wow. Six, six, five. Vegas won. Subban started, uh, got lit too. up, and uh, was traded the next day. Welcome him in, Robert Leonard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Tanya Hayes, who used to be with Sports Grid, actually, the website in the old fantasy days. Shout out to Tanya. I think she's in L.A. now. She's from Boston, but I think she's in L.A. Vancouver Canucks game, March 7th. 
and the rugby worlds. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's very hard. She got she cut it pretty close to Corona, March seventh. That was right around uh, when did things heat up? Around like March eleventh, March twelfth. Very close. Um, all right. Um, what else do we have? Oh, Sooner Lisa, Thunder versus the Clippers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thunder versus the Clippers. Good game. All right, here's our boy Vern. Extreme midget wrestling. <laughs> Little Beaver. I love midget wrestling. Uh, I just love the midget, midget wrestling. Ironically, it was supposed to be uh, tonight in Butler, PA, but you know the end of that song. Oh, our boy Stephen Rapp, another high roll. Oh, yeah, Steve Rapp, yeah, he's Jay's Yankee spring training the day before it got shut down. <laughs> Rapp. Rapp's a traveler. Oh, yeah. This is great, the events that you guys are at. And I like to see where you guys are from, too. All right, we've got John, Coach John. D-backs versus Indians, Cactus League, Scottsdale, March 4th. Beautiful. Um, all right. Uh, Mad Matt, Raptors versus Bucks, December 25th. I remember that game. Yeah. The boys lost at home. Yeah, I lost a lot of money on that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that one, too. Uh, Premium Tweet Center says, uh, WWE event in February. Uh, our boy Lindsay here. Oh, it's our boy. I didn't realize. It's uh, it's legendary Lindsay from Capper's Corner on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Last sporting event he was at. Aqueduct. <laughs> Aqueduct. <laughs> Aqueduct, which is now a hospital. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to our boy, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay the legend. Um, yeah, this is great, the answers that we're getting here, right, from, uh, from people the last game. So, and honestly, I don't know when the next game we're going to go to is. I think we'll probably go to a CFL game when you come back, as I repeated before. That one makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you're right. They'll start. And you know what? You're, it is true. Canadians are more socially distant anyways to begin with. It's, it's, I'm not even exaggerating with this. It's true that, like, Americans, it's hard, Ken. Like, dude, I'm in, like, dude, I was in my lobby here. I'm getting in the elevator. Some chick, she's even hot, too. So normally you'd be like, yeah. oh, a hot chick in, yeah. like, yoga pants. She was jogging and stuff, right? So uh, she comes in. I like yoga pants. The chick's, like, sweating and breathing yeah. heavy and stuff. Yeah. She gets on the elevator with me. Uh, and it's like, why? Yeah. Like, don't you, why do you want to even get on with me? And I'm thinking, man, you, you don't even know wearing a mask. You're sweating. You might be hot. I don't care. Yeah. Right? Same thing. Like, I was in line. I was in the, 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 the store. Some dude comes up. Like it's like normal, sort of like yeah. right, right beside me type thing. Yeah. Like waiting, like hey buddy, and it's like, dude, we're in the middle of a pandemic here. Like, oh, I know. I'm People not freaking out. Like I'm not yeah. the type of guy. Ooh, stay away. Yeah. It's like stay six feet away, bro, and we're good. We go out, but that's the thing. People are too dumb to do it. Kid. They are. Oh, Gabe, listen to this one. This lady rolls into the grocery store. She's fondling the grapes. Like you know, the grapes come in that Ziploc bag. Like. Picking out the the bad one. I, I was just there. She's like fondling the bananas. I'm like, what the hell are you I doing? Saw a question oh, I was just, I was going to say, how do you handle fruit in a time like this? I'm not a big fruit and vegetable guy. Yeah. But I'm telling you, you don't. don't. Buy no, no, you, you don't do? It up and it's your gamble. Yeah. That's life. Another thing is loose. Don't do loose things. Like bulk items, yeah, yeah. People put their sweaty, greasy hands in the trail mix. No grapes. No bulk? Yeah, like, stay away from places like Bulk Burn if you want to, like, oh, I feel like some Reese's Pieces chunks. Yeah, don't go to Bulk yeah, Burn. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People, and some guys just put their hand in there. Yeah, I feel like some Smarties. You put them in your pocket. No, those that's a, that's a bacteria Petri dish trap. You can't go to Bulk Burn. 
pay pay for a regular bar. Buffets, yeah, good call by Puccio. Buffets, people greasing all buffets over the buffets. Won't be toast, but what they'll be, I think it'll be um, a new way of doing it. It'll be a complete. So in Vegas, I was thinking about this: complete glass over the food. Yeah, yeah. So you can't even reach in and take it. Like it's covered. Like there's glass, and a server on the other side gives you the plate. Kind of so, like what they do at the cutting station. They're ex- serving. Exactly. So it's still all you can eat in a buffet, but you're like, yeah, give me some of the, 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 the chicken wings and give me some mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? And they put it, they're wearing a mask and gloves and they put it on. Because, yeah, you can't be trusting. Dude, I remember I lived in Vegas 10 years ago, Cam. I saw a guy, like right. I saw a near fist fight. I was at Palace Station and it was locals. It was, Palace Station is local, right? And actually, this is one of my favorite things. I really was like an old person, Ken. I used to look forward and I used to go eat dinner every day at like 5.30 in the afternoon. Beautiful. Early dinner. birds fresh. Yeah, I know. And it was all the regular old guys. And this guy used to always cough and stuff uh, and yeah. around the food. And one day, some other guy was like, you know what, man? He goes, every effing day I come here, bro. And he goes, every day, man, it's the same crap, man. You're coughing all over the food. And Buddy said, mind your own business. They had knives and stuff, though. Like, forks. like they were like, what? Yes. And they were kind of older. It got nasty fast. And basically, they kicked the guy out that was coughing at the time. They told him, it's true. You got to be more careful. And they were mad at the guy. And that was years ago. Like, I was thinking about this, too, actually. Like, I would go back to Vegas. I wouldn't go into a packed nightclub, but I'd walk around. You know what I mean? I'd go to Vegas, but... I like to know about pools. Like, how the hell are you going to get into a pool in Vegas again with a bunch of people? Well, I'll tell you one thing about pools, as you know. What about chlorine? Will it kill a virus? Yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. But, like, the pool's probably, as dumb as it sounds, the safest place. And they'll do extra. Like, I'll tell you, though, if you went swimming in that pool, dude, you think your eyes are red smoking a tent paper? They'd be purple for about a month with the amount of chlorine they're putting in that bad boy just to keep you safe. Oh. Porta potties? Who's your ball? Oh my God, imagine getting in a porta potty now, touching no. the handle and everything. Oh, you're just, oh, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't go to sports. And I'm like, I hate to say it, but Americans, we're not, none of us are smart enough for this. People will be pissing right in the parking lot still and be like, oh, dude, you can't do that anymore. Like, even me, Ken, like, it's different now. You can't, like, no more bodily fluids, people, anywhere. <laughs> oh, no, no. So what do you do? The one thing I worry about at the – say we go to the football game, right? You go to the can. How many people – like, you got to bring, like, something like naps for the taps. Think about all the people that use the taps to wash their hands and stuff like that. Oh. That's you got to bring wet wipes and all sorts of other – see, I'm thinking ahead, too. It's a disaster. you got to bring, like, you. a – 72% of people said they will not set foot in a stadium until there's a vaccination, like 18 months until stuff's normal. Mike Lewis said no. Puccio. Uh, we've got Puccio. Um, he's not the invisible man. He's the silent man. Puccio. Puccio loves, uh, loves the Yankees. If I told you the Yankees are opening in August, I'm giving you free tickets, buddy. I got free tickets to the home opener. Are you going? Oh, he's a Met fan. Well, he's yeah, he fan. said. Oh, he's buddies with Mariano Rivera, but he's a Met fan. Does Mariano Rivera not know that? Are you kidding me? This guy's friends with Mariano Rivera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, family fan. And Puccio's got a documentary he's working on about Mariano. Yeah, yeah, dead serious. You know what's funny? I was watching the, the I talked about it, the, uh, the documentary um, when John Gotti Jr. was a kid. His father was in jail a lot, John Gotti Sr. Yeah. 
So his father gets out. He's like 12 years old or whatever. And it was those good Met teams, actually, Cam. Strawberry and, and yeah. Doc Gooden and everything. Great and he had, he had a picture. He had a big poster of the Mets on his wall. And John Gotti says to his son, he goes, oh, he goes, you're a Met fan. And he, uh, the kid goes, I love the Mets. And he goes, okay. And he goes, uh, I'm a Yankee fan. John Gotti says to the kid, I'm a Yankee fan. And he kisses his son on the forehead and he walks out of the room. John Gotti Jr. said he sat there for a minute. He looked. He ripped down the Mets. Oh, what a yeah. dick. Sorry, I don't care. You don't do that to somebody. You can't attack their fandom like that. Like no, no, but no, the son yeah. ripped it down himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, father oh, said I'm a Yankee fan it. and walked out. He's afraid of his and old the man. Son looked and he ripped it down. Uh, put a Yankee poster up after. Yeah, it's like going to your place. Yeah, your father's John Gotti. Yeah, I don't like it. It's like some guy I going. Agree. When I saw that, I would have said, oh, nah, so you should have cool. said, I'm a Met fan. Exactly. <laughs> Just stand up. It's like some turkey coming over to your place, right? Back in the Bills days, like, I like the fish. and like ripped your uh, Bruce Smith poster. You'd be pissed. You don't touch people's memorabilia. Sorry. Oh, but he ripped it himself. He ripped I it know. Out. Shouldn't have done it. He should have stood up to the to his father. I'm a Mets fan. His father was John Gotti. I know, but he's not going to kill him for liking the Mets. I don't know. John Gotti's that. I don't like that. That's, uh, you know, taking it too far. Let the kid cheer for the Mets. Anyway. Pucci has no comment. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Get on the grid, sports grid. I am Marenzi. I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead Cam Stool. We're going to be part of the loudest station in the nation, SB Nation Radio, starting Tuesday, April the 14th, alongside Scotty Farrell. Goes coast to coast from 4 to 6. Game time decisions from 6 to 7, um, syndicated on uh, various radio stations around America uh, and simulcast. Um, so not a lot of changes for those of you on the grid uh, but uh, we're very excited to join SB Nation. It's a great operation, a uh, great radio station, and we look forward to big things ahead uh, with SB Nation. And uh, don't forget about uh, me and Scotty Farrell's podcast uh, as well. Farrell on the Bench, uh, his podcast, a uh, very, very popular podcast. You can get it at Apple iTunes or Spotify. MRNC Unfiltered, we're laying it down. 
uh, me and Richard Garner is the latest podcast. Ooh, oh, nice. we went we went down some deep rabbit holes <laughs> about uh, God and science and sports <laughs> and everything else in between. Sounds interesting. Uh, right? <laughs> yes, it, it is. It's some deep stuff. It's not for everybody. Yeah, not for everybody. All right, let's talk uh, some uh, Major League Baseball uh, right now. Uh, so baseball's had various proposals. We laughed at the May 1st Arizona proposal. Their latest proposal is actually more realistic. For sure. And it's it's an interesting one. And we'll give credit to Bob Nightingale. Uh, Bob Nightingale is a friend of the network, actually. Comes on uh, most of the shows. Uh, USA Today has been covering baseball forever. So uh, Bob Nightingale reports, uh, Major League Baseball is assessing a myriad of uh, proposals have uh, discussed a radical plan that would eliminate the um, traditional American and National Leagues for the 2020 season. Under the proposal, 30 teams would be split between Arizona and Florida. The same way they are during spring training, the Grapefruit League in Florida would be split into three divisions, the North, the South, and the East, and um, then the uh, Cactus League. I always think of the Flintstones when I think yeah. of the Cactus League. <laughs> the Northeast, the West, and the Northwest, but the names of the divisions are irrelevant. The, the teams in the divisions are interesting, though. So basically, it's too impossible to, to isolate everybody. Me and Cam talked about it earlier. We need to be more realistic. We're not isolating and quarantining 800 people and stuff. No. But it's more feasible when you're in two different states. It's also more feasible when you're in two different states that don't really believe in coronavirus and aren't going to stop you. Uh, okay? So that's a key as well. You know what I mean? Like, this wouldn't work if they're, yeah, we're going to play half the games in, yeah. uh, in New York and the other yeah. half in California. Oh, that's... Well, then it's okay. a game, no. No baseball. Right? baseball. No baseball. No, yeah. So, but I like this, actually. You kill the travel. You're keeping it the way it is right now. We're already doing spring training. We're going to play in the same stadiums. No fans. Small stadiums. You know they're going to get tested and stuff. Yeah. We have to try to get back. If they're realistic, you know, July-ish, August-type thing, this isn't like an overnight operation, uh, but let's get into the divisions a little bit and how it really would shake things up uh, for the 2020 season, and it really, really would shake things up. It would be a shortened season, so as me and Cam already talked about, inferior teams would have a chance, um, as we were saying earlier, but we were saying that under the, the previous divisions. Now there's new divisions, and there's some teams that would have no chance, all right? Um, like I said earlier, there's a better chance of, uh, you know, getting some coke from Mitt Romney uh, than there is, um, you know, the Pirates winning the North Division. Uh, but let's look at the North Division of the uh, the Grapefruit League. Grapefruit. Uh, I used to like grapefruit for breakfast when I was a kid. I, I put some it. brown sugar on it. Yeah, that's what you do. You put, like, you could either do the sprinkle of white or brown, but grapefruit needs a little bit of sugar to make, to make it work. Balance I it out. Yeah, I usually have a grapefruit once every, like, month. It's one of those things, like, I don't really have all, a lot, but it's a nice, you should get back to grapefruit, Gabe. It's a winner. And old, uh, you know, vodka and grapefruit, not bad. Very good. Um, well, vodka yeah. goes with everything. Oh, vodka, yeah. It's, it's drink of champions. Okay, a so drink of champions. <laughs> all right, so the division. The Phillies, the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Tigers, and the Pirates. Yeah. That's a tough division. Well, That's a tough division. So the Phillies and the Yankees, the yep. Yankees would be favorites. The Phillies are stacked up. You know what's interesting, though? Joe Girardi. And the, and, and the Phillies stacked up on all these Yankee guys and former Yankee guys. Imagine the irony if they ended up in the same damn division yeah. uh, this year. It'd be pretty cool. So the Phillies, Yankees, Blue Jays, Tigers, Pirates. Tigers and Pirates would have no chance. None. I'd give the Blue Jays a puncher's chance in like an 80-game season type of deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think my uh, 60 to 1 bet's going to go down. As you said, now with the, that yeah, yeah, oh, the sports books with the realignment, it's dead. It's They're a void. Say, yeah, that's it. it. That, that's yeah. not obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a void bet now. But I, I will say, say this. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, Cam, the, 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 the Circa and Vegas released college football totals on the year. And it says must play 12 games. It's a waste of time. Yeah. I, well, don't yeah. bet that now, guys. They're not playing 12 college football games. Like no, So it's the same thing. We can break these down. Because I guarantee you, Kev, if this is a real proposal, the sports books are going to reshuffle. They're going to have new division odds for all this stuff. Say, of course, yeah. on, sorry. So who's the big winner here, in my opinion, to the Yankees? They don't have to deal with the Boston Red Sox. And they or don't the have Rays. To, or they don't have to deal with the Rays, who are always a thorn in their sides, right? And you also get two teams that are horrible. You get Detroit and Pittsburgh in there, who are going to be two of the yeah, worst. Yeah, but you lose ball. They lose Baltimore. You know, yeah. you're right. Listen, essentially, you're right. They're trading the Phillies. They lose the Red Sox in a race. You know, you're right, Ken. The Yankees are big winners in this. Big they time. lose the Red Sox in a race out of their hair. Suddenly, the Phillies are the new pain in the ass to them. And the Blue Jays were already there. Tigers and Pirates sort of, you know, they're like the Orioles or whatever. So, so Phillies, Yankees, Blue Jays, Tigers, Pirates is one division. Now let's get into the South uh, division uh, right now. That, you know, like in, in the world of soccer, Cam, in the World Cup and the Euro <laughs> 2020s and all soccer tournaments, they always have a group of group death. Of death. Yeah, this might be the group of death. Yeah. The Atlanta Braves, Boston Red Sox, Minnesota Twins, Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, I was going to say Devil Rays, but I guess yeah. they, they're not the Devil Rays anymore. Uh, they're soon going to be the X-Rays, Montreal and Tampa. And I don't know, maybe maybe this pandemic will wipe out the Rays in Tampa and they'll come to Montreal finally. Uh, so Braves, Red Sox, Twins, Rays, and the Baltimore Orioles. That's a tough-ass division, Cam. Yeah, everybody but the Orioles is a killer in that division. I don't know what you're going to do. Boston's not as good as before, but they're still a lethal team. Minnesota, oh, man. Watch out for the Twins. They got a lot of talent. Minnesota, the Braves, and the Twins would be oh, a battle with the oh, Red Sox. Exactly, <laughs> man. Like, like every single team there is wicked except for Baltimore. That is the group of death, clearly. I've, I'd be very worried in that division. I got to be honest with you. If you're like uh, owners of some of these teams, you might want to call Major League Baseball and say, hey, hey, hey. What are you picking on us for, man? This division's a little bit too rough. Say, listen, I'm, 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 and I, I criticize Matt for him to say, settle down, Stuart. We got problems here, all right? <laughs> these are divisions. These are divisions. Uh, you're right, though. Because uh, some of the others, you're right, there's there's a lot tougher ones. The South in the, uh, in the, in the Grapefruit League is extremely tough. Um, the next division, the Nationals, the Marlins, the Mets. All right, so pretty much yeah. National League East. But then you throw in the St. Louis Cardinals and the Houston Astros. That's no, that's no picnic either. No, it's not. The it's Nationals, not. man, that'd be a battle, bro. The Nationals, Mets, Cardinals, and Astros, that'd be a battle. Yeah, you're right. Like, even though the Astros, uh, you know, teams are going to pick on them, they're still the Astros, right? So you look at that. You look at that, up and down that division. Oh, like, and they catch a break with no fans heckling them. Yeah, excellent. You said it, buddy. You said it. Think about that, too. The it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, yes. Everything works out for Houston, right? Everything yeah. works out for the Astros. Because I'm it's, not saying that, oh, boo-hoo, they'd be scared and, oh, we yelled at them out of game. No. But it's completely different. There's no hostility. There's no media in their face every day about this. No one's asking about cheating. There's no crowd. They're just playing games against people in an empty stadium. Like, it makes it a little easier for the Astros. They dodge a bullet there. That's a tough division right there, though, huh? The Nationals, the Marlins, the Mets, the Cardinals, and the Astros. All right, let's go over to Arizona right now. A little Cactus uh, League action. Some Cactus juice. Fred Flintstone style. Yeah. 
Why do they drink cactus juice, man? Anyway, I, yeah, okay, sounds good. Yeah, you're right, cactus juice. Let's rock. I, was, I love the Flintstones. I was watching it the other night. It's on BTV, and um, I was watching it, and you never really realize though when they're driving the car. So like they run with their feet, and then the roll, yeah. the, the 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 rocks start rolling. Yes, exactly. But I'm like, Fred stopped the car with his feet, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, it's got to hurt your feet, Fred. <laughs> Point. Once the car gets rolling that much, you'd think it would strip off a couple layers of his feet and they'd be bleeding. Yeah. But it's the car, too, right? Yeah, he's that, I, I get, great, great, great uh, bowler, too, Fred Flintstone. Twinkle oh, toes. Yeah. Twinkle toes Flintstone. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, so the, you know, let's go over to Arizona. Some, uh, some Cactus League action. The Cubs, Giants, D-backs, Rockies and athletics. That's that still, doesn't have the pageantry well, as like the bitchiness of like the Braves, Red Sox, Twins, and Rays. Yeah, that's a, like a battle from hell. Like you said, you can if you played like an 81 game schedule in this division at the end of the year, it's going to be tied. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. Wild cards for everyone. Yeah, we need a wild card playing. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm with you. Like you look at those teams, they're very, very similar in talent. Like the Cubs, the Cubs. The D-backs and the athletics are all sort of the same. You know? They're all about the same level. Like, I don't even know who to – like, I don't know what books are going to put up lines for that division, but it's going to be Arizona basically – would be, Arizona would be at home. Yeah, that's another They'd thing. They'd be the one team literally at home, sleeping at home, yeah. living at home, right? Everyone else is living in some resort or something like that. These guys are going back to their big palaces and stuff. You're right, and uh, they're a team that's getting better, too. And so. I'm not that every big league lives in a palace, but in Arizona, you can get a nice house for 200K. So if you're a ball player, you spend 500K. Yeah. You got the house with the pools and the pillars and all that type of stuff. You're um, that's a fun division. Cubs, Giants, D-backs, Rockies, Athletics. All right, let's get out to the West. It almost doesn't matter with the Dodgers. Like, eh, yeah, we'll kill you all anyway. So, like, well, who they got? Dodgers, Angels, White Sox, Reds, and Indians. Yeah, yeah. The Dodgers would win that division. Okay, let's, yeah. go, let's, let's go back. Let me get your division winners, actually. So, Phillies, Yankees, Blue Jays, Tigers, Pirates. I'm going to call it upset. Blue Jays win a division. Oh, uh, yeah, see, there goes my 60 to 1. It's not even going to be real. Uh, I still think the Yankees 18 will... to 1. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I still think the Yankees will get it done. But it'll be. In close. a shortened season, Cam, you're right. We're going to get, like, plus 600. I know. Okay. Yeah, plus 450. <laughs> that back down the toilet. There's not going to be any value to well, it okay. anymore. Okay, give me a division winner, though. Phillies, Yankees, Blue Jays, Tigers, yeah. Pirates. Yankees, I know it's boring, but they're the best okay. team there. Braves, Red Sox, Twins, Rays, Orioles. Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh, all right. I'm going, to say, I'm going to say the Rays win the division. I was going to say Rays or Twins, and I'm going to go with the Twins. All right. Nationals, Marlins, Mets. Cardinals, Astros. Oh, God, I hate to say it, but the son of a bitch is Astros probably win the division. This one's for you, Puccio. Mets, Mets, Mets. Meet the Mets. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I am nuts. But give Puccio's me Puccio's like, you're nuts. <laughs> yeah, don't forget, Syndergaard's out. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, it's a good point. And don't forget, they're the Mets, and by the time this would happen, everyone else would be out. Like, the Mets, the Mets will be the one team in the league to get coronavirus. You're absolutely no, like right. They would be the one team that, like, eight of them would get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what a, like, they would be the ones, like, 
everyone. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the Met Stadium, there's an issue there. It turns out it's, like, uh, contaminated. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't end well, like, for the Mets. Yeah. This, yeah. I remember what the Met player said earlier in the week. He said the desert. He goes, that's where things go to die. <laughs> During the Mets, they'd all get, like, staff injuries, too. Oh, my toes and stuff like that, on top of all the oh, other yeah. <laughs> And it's just, oh, the showers. We got bacteria. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I, I don't want to pick be like the first team that would need like a helicopter after an injury. <laughs> like it'd be all real. Like, it'd be like, oh man, something crazy at the Met game happened. Like, yeah, yeah, the Mets. I'd be weary of the Mets. If I'm the Mets, I'd be the one team. Yeah, listen, let's just shut it down. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so Dodgers, Angels, White Sox. So yeah, that division. Ah, it is. You know, I'll be pulling for the Mets too. Houston, right? Give me the Mets, man. Alonzo crushes the ball in the and out there. Yeah, give me the Mets as well. I changed my mind. Screw the Astros. Give me the Mets. That's gonna be, that's gonna be over, baby. All right. Northeast. Cubs, Giants, D-backs, Rockies, and Athletics. Tough one. I'm going to go with the D-backs. I'm going to go Athletics. That were my second choice. Yeah, I, I, I think both of those teams. But you said it. This division, when they post odds, expect <laughs> the same number for everybody. Yeah, this will be like tough. that uh, in the NFL, that AFC, uh, AFC division all the time with the Texans and the Colts. And yeah, the every year it's like plus 130, <laughs> plus 140, plus one. Everyone's the same. Um, the, the AFC South. Um, all right. So uh, Cubs, Giants, D-backs, Rockies, Athletics. Hey, man, the Cubs don't suck. No, they don't. They're still good. Giants are, nah, the Giants, no. D-backs don't blow either. They got Bumgarner. Rockies suck. Athletics pretty good. It would be a battle. My gut tells me athletics. I don't know. I, I'll say athletics right now. Every year in a shortened season, nothing bothers these guys, but I'll go with uh, the hometown uh, D-backs. The snakes. Yeah, it's interesting, though. It's true. They're going to lose their advantage of playing in that cavernous ballpark that they, they do take big advantage of. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Dodgers, Angels, White Sox, Reds, and Indians. Too bad for the White Sox because I think they're upstarts. I agree. The bad division for them to be in with uh, against the Angels and the Dodgers. Right. If you put them somewhere else, like even in the division prior, I think they could actually have a chance to be a super sleeper in Oakland's division. But against the Dodgers, I don't care if they're improved. Nobody in that division is good enough. Cleveland will fall short. White Sox will be better, but not that good. Dodgers in a landslide. This next division blows, bro. <laughs> it's like they took every bad team. Like this division is unbelievable. Milwaukee Brewers, San Diego, the Mariners, the Rangers, and the Royals. Wow. Wow. I wouldn't say they all suck. Sorry. Say that again. Run it by me. Okay. Well, the Royals suck. Yeah. The Rangers, eh, they're they're okay. No, they're not good. No, they're old, they're yeah. average. The yeah. Mariners well, blow. The Mariners yeah, suck. Oh, they're horrible. Yes. San Diego don't blow. It is Milwaukee and San Diego. Milwaukee. Milwaukee's good. Yeah, I, I'd go with uh, Milwaukee. Actually, you know what? Maybe it's San Diego's year in a weak division. This could be the time where they step up and finally get give me, it done. Give me San Diego. I'll take San Diego, too. Hey, Puccio's in. The Friars. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> the Padres. Let's do yeah. it. Thank you, Padres. <laughs> and they're even wearing their, they went back, lost in the shuffle. All these teams, and you know what? We're going to give props, actually. All you loser teams out there, uh, you're changing your jerseys and your logos, and it all sucks. San Diego got it right. They're going back to the old school brown and yellow. They get it. Uh, great, great. The old great McDonald's great. look. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know if Lucio knows that. Like, if younger guys realize that. You know, you know, like, like the old San Diego. Like, beautiful. Love it. Another, uh, another jersey. 
doesn't look great on white guys. Right? Yeah, it's, right. it's still cool, but it's such a nice jersey. I've always loved it, man. And but you know, it literally that's the color of McDonald's. Yeah, it was. That yep. was the color. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.